Hey everyone out there, welcome back to the Ministry Mailbag Podcasts. We are your hosts. I'm Chris Swanson. And I'm Kate Verlotz. It's nice to be with you guys again today. We're coming to you from Trinity Lutheran Church in Owatonna, Minnesota. I am the director of middle school ministry. And I'm the director of high school ministry. And I have to tell you guys, we have a super fun show for you today. We're really excited for you. Uh, to listen to our first guests on the podcast. We love these two boys so, so much and are thrilled that they are our first guinea pigs, essentially, in interviewing folks. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. So tell your friends to listen to this uh, and enjoy. Our faith five today um, is from, from the D365 app and I highly recommend, again, that you download it. If you do not have it downloaded on your phone, it's a wonderful way to stay connected and get a daily Devo. So similar to Faith 5, the D365 app has pause, listen, think, pray, and go. Today's message for Thursday, April 30th, 2020. In God's sheepfold in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. Pause. Breath of heaven, comfort us with new life and hope. Breath of life, empower us to act creatively and compassionately. Breath of peace, guide us in the way of love and truth. Listen. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He lets me rest in grassy meadows. He leads me to restful waters. He keeps me alive. He guides me in proper paths for the sake of his good name. Psalm 23, 1 through 3. Think. I have a confession, and it is this. I'm really good at complaining. Call it venting, but it's really just complaining. For example, I hate not seeing my people in person. I wanna hug and kiss my nephews. I miss seeing my students at church. I miss laughing, sharing, and eating together. I hate physically distancing. I miss the social proximity, and I really hate this COVID-19 pandemic. And yet, here I am, alive and healthy. I call my family and friends every day. I have Zoom with staff and students, and I worship online. We can grocery shop. We have food and water, and we can help local food banks. We have the music, the internet access, and the beauty of nature. Perhaps the most powerful phrase of today's passage is this, I lack nothing. Because the Lord is our shepherd, we lack nothing. We have family, friends, grateful memories of the past and the promises of the present and future. May we certainly experience grief and loss, and still there are restful waters and proper paths to carry us through. Yes, we lack nothing, for the good Lord is our shepherd. By Aram Bay. Pray. Lord, you are my shepherd. I lack nothing. You let me rest in grassy meadows. You lead me to restful waters. You guide me in proper paths for the sake of your good name. For that, I give you thanks. Amen. And our go today, God the shepherd, bless us and keep us. 
God the Redeemer, smile upon us and be gracious towards us. God the Spirit, lead us in the path of wisdom and peace. And all of God's people say, Amen. Amen. I love that one today. I was telling the kids last night, Wednesday Night Live, how much I missed saying, and all of God's children say amen. That was something that normally we would wrap up our Wednesday Night Live song time with, and just having that community together saying amen with you at the end has really been something that I've struggled with with online worship. So I love that that was in our Devo today. Yeah, the real feeling of togetherness. On to our top three. Our top three this week is top three outdoor activities. What do you have for us, Kate? While I do not own my own, it is a life goal of mine to own a kayak. Whenever I have the opportunity to kayak, I will definitely choose kayaking over many other outdoor activities. My second one right now is walking our dogs, though it is a chore also, a forced (laughs) chore. And my third one is simply an evening campfire. I have a deep love of campfires from Bible camp ministry and being a camper at Bible camp. And so anytime that James and I can get a fire going, we try to have a campfire on our driveway for sure. Chris, what are your three outdoor activities? Yeah, I like to go running. Um, It's partly for fitness and partly for uh, mental health and just a way to see our town. I think a lot of people, a lot of our friends out there listening, Owatonna residents know that we have a great trail system for bikes and walking and running and rollerblading or scootering or whatever. So a lot of great um, trails throughout the city. And second, uh, favorite outdoor activity. I have talked about this before canoeing. I love to go canoeing, especially with some of my college buddies when we go to the boundary waters. And the last one kind of goes with that. I like camping, whether that's in the seclusion of the boundary waters or uh, camping with my sister and my parents, that quiet. And I think it goes with what you're saying too about having a campfire, you know, sitting around a campfire at the end of the night, there's almost something hypnotizing about that. It's so peaceful. Right. Those things that we long for all winter. (laughs) And I will just add, I have been obsessed following recipes online for outdoor cooking. I'm working up the courage to actually try cooking something over the fire beyond, you know, just like a hot dog and a stick. (laughs) But those are the best. Yeah, I'm not dissing hot dogs on a stick. I'm I'm just going to go, you know, for a full-on dinner, but I have to figure out how to do it. That'll be fun. Well, it'll be an adventure. I'm sure you'll I'm sure you'll get to hear the outtakes of the experience for the next podcast. <laughs> exactly. Well, friends, we're very excited. This is a first for the podcast. We have some special guests with us today. I'm excited to introduce two of my favorite young people. Sam and Nathan Bugler. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. Welcome. Thanks. I'm Sam Bugler. Uh, I'm a junior at OHS. I do theater, and I and I work at the church, and I'm just sort of around a lot. And uh, I'm Nathan Bugler. I am a freshman at Pacific Lutheran University in Tacoma, Washington. 
Awesome. Well, great guys. Kind of fun fact here. Uh, Sam also has a podcast, so we want to talk with him a little bit about that today. So, hey, Sam, tell us about <laughs> your podcast you've got going on. What's it called again? Well, it's called Urinal Talk. It's me and then there's two other main hosts, friends Ben and Josh. And then we'll usually have another guest, one of our friends come on and just talk with us. And it's basically just an hour. We'll just sort of talk about whatever we want. So anything under the sun can be said or happen on your podcast. Yeah, basically. There isn't usually much of a plan. We just sort of go into it and see what happens. And it usually works out really well, surprisingly. (laughs) Love it. And Nathan, you are also a content creator and online force. Tell us about your meme account. Yeah, uh, it's called Memes of Production. I've had it for about three years now. Me and one of my friends started it. Yeah, it was my sophomore year, like spring, and just started it posting random stuff. Sometimes it's just stuff we found from other accounts. Sometimes it's stuff we make and it's fun, you know, it's been, was a pretty big thing. Like when I was in high school with all the people there. So that was a lot of fun. Where do you get your creativity? What's nice with like my podcast and everything is that because everybody who comes on is like a good friend of us, it sort of just all comes really naturally. I don't know. Everything just sort of flows together. Well, for me, I think the meme account particularly was just like, originally it was a way just for me and my friend Francis, who also does stuff on it just to like, share what we thought was funny. So whether that would be something that someone else posted, which we found and thought was really funny or something which we, which we made, which usually the stuff we made was like stuff directly relating to something which happened at OHS or someone we know or something like that. It was just a way to stay connected with people in different ways and have a good time with it. I really like that, uh, that both of you have been working during this time, especially to like on podcasts and even with um, your meme account, Nathan, just that idea of connecting together and what that means. I think, Mm -hmm. especially right now when we are physically distant from one another, that the power of social media for good is so awesome that you can use your creativity in that way. Let's talk a little bit more about being physically distant. Both of you are experiencing distance learning. Nathan, I wanna hear from you that transition from life at college into distance learning. Um, it's been a it's been an interesting transition for sure. Like it's it's gone pretty well, I think overall. I mean, it hasn't been too hard. It's interesting just because of how different the classes are. Like some, it isn't they aren't all the same. Like some of them, it's like for one of my classes, environmental methods. It's a dedicated class time, like three times a week, where we meet and video chat and do like a Zoom call, and we do all all our stuff through there. But some of my other classes, like my honors class, it's like you have your stuff posted and you just have to post on like forums based on what you've read. And so it's a lot more independent. So different classes are, have different ways of doing it, which has been interesting to see how that works. While you were at PLU, did you have other online classes? I did not. It's been interesting to see how the professors adapt to it. Nathan, what was the experience of being on the West coast as everything here in the United States started to ramp up and get and get more anxious. What was it like out there? Seattle was really one of the first major centers of where it was a serious thing. Mm-hmm. So that already kind of increased its presence on my radar before people like back home 
really were aware of it. I was like already paying a little more attention to it, I think, because it was just more of a problem there already. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because so when our when they decided that we would be distance learning, originally it was just up through spring break and then we'd be back to normal after that. And it was like early to mid-March that they did that. And it was way before anyone else in the Midwest had done it, done anything like that really. So I told my parents and they were both like, what, what do you like, why, why are you doing that? They just thought it was kind of an overreaction, you know, and then it turned out not to be. And it turned out that I, that it got ex- distance learning, learning got extended through the rest of the year. So it was interesting. Just like the mood on campus was really weird to see. It just felt really quiet and weird. Like even before the distance learning stuff got declared, you could, you could feel that something was going on. Interesting. I bet your shifts from first semester to second semester then were very different college experiences. Yeah, for sure. What were some of the things you were experiencing first semester for our friends that maybe have never been in Washington State before? Um, There's a lot of stuff. Washington's a, a great state for like outdoor and natural stuff. There's so much variety there. Like you're on the Pacific Ocean and there's literal rainforests like in the around like on the Olympic Peninsula, which I haven't been out there yet. I'd like to be out there sometime. We have like the Cascade Mountains. And and then even if you go to Eastern Washington, it's really dry and it's technically even a desert. So like you have deserts, mountains, ocean, rainforest, all in one state. So there's just a lot of variety there. And it's just a really exciting state. It was a lot of fun to be there and meet people. Sam, for you being here at home, what was your experience as Nathan came home and then didn't go back? And maybe speak about your experience also as we've made shifts here in Owatonna. When Nathan came back, it was just like he said, I was really surprised. We had um, started to started to think about COVID because I've been hearing all of this from like my parents were relaying it back to me that, oh, Nate might, might have to come home early. And I was a little like, okay, whatever. I'm sure it'll be just like a week early. And then he comes home really early two maybe three weeks before our spring break that's when it like set in like oh this could have a big effect on everything and like the way we do everything here and then with like distance learning it's been interesting for me because have i haven't had to do as much work for school as i usually do you know school is usually 8 10 to 240 but i do it from like 9 to 11 if that some days it feels like I'm not learning as much as I should be. And it's just, it's difficult because some of my classes are like the concert band and concert choir. The whole point is, you know, to be in an ensemble together and to play and get to experience and create music, but we're stuck here without that. So like trying to deal with that shift has been really, really tricky because we've been just getting sent like, oh, performance assignments, but it's just, it's really not the same. Yeah, it must be really hard. Mm -hmm. As we wrap up our conversation with you guys, we also wanted to ask you if you had any silly or embarrassing stories that you would like to share, particularly from your time in Trinity's youth ministry. Yeah, I've got one I could share. This was last year, I think, towards the very end of the school year. It was, I think, maybe the week or two weeks after the Trinity Garage sale. (laughs) So at that sale, there was a little like um, Beyblades arena and it came with like five Beyblades or so with the pulley things. And so I asked Kate, Hey Kate, uh, how much for the Beyblades thing? And she was just like, Oh, I think it was like either $1 or she just said I could take it. So I, I set it in Kate's office to save it. And then I was going to bring it home later. 
but then I forgot to. And so one week for live, uh, Kate had us go outside and we were going to play a game. But before we did, I went out down to Kate's office and I grabbed the Beyblades and I, and I set it up. And then me and a few other, of the other guys were like crouched on the sidewalk with our Beyblades, yelling Beyblades, Beyblades, let it rip and having battles. That was like one of the most epic youth ministry game nights ever and totally torched all of my best laid plans. And yet you guys had so much fun. (laughs) It was awesome. It was really, really fun. Oh, that's a good memory. Mm -hmm. For me, there's a lot of memories to choose from. One of them I guess I'm thinking of is uh, during the West Virginia trip a few years ago. When we went on that, uh, I just remember we were working on on a roof. It was like a weird section sort of connecting the person's house and their garage and it needed to be to be re-roofed and it was a really long process there were a ton of wasp nests up there so there were wasps everywhere and i just remember one day like we we got we built we thought we had it and then one of the people in charge of the project came and turns out something was wrong with what they had told us to do so we had to recalculate everything and figure it out and i just remember one day me and nick hagan spent about three hours up on that roof and it was like 95 degrees up on this hot roof trying to do trigonometry and just completely stuck on what to do and it just was a pretty weird experience never knew math would come in handy on a youth trip did you yeah (laughs) mr stelter was one of the leaders on the trip and so later that night we told after we got back to our home base we told him about how we had to use what we had learned and so he was proud of us <laughs> that's awesome that's great here's another bonus question now you guys didn't grow up at trinity so i'm wondering if you remember the first trinity event or youth ministry thing that you went to or church service what was the first i remember um well for like church services i remember that we went to i think we went to all four of the church services the first week and my dad was there. And then at the five o'clock Saturday service, uh, my mom was looking around and she was like, Oh, there are no kids here. Cause my dad was going to have to do the kids message. And she was like, Sam, you're going to go up. You're going to go up. You got to let your dad do this. And so I did. And, and at that point, you know, I was in going into sixth grade and I was like, I, I shouldn't be doing this, but I did. And it was, and it all worked out. Classic pastor's kid. Nice. Uh, I'm trying to remember what my first like thing was. I think it might, I think it probably was one of like one of the backyard bonfires for like the junior high kids. It might've been the one at the Knutson house because I, I remember that that was one of the first ones. I don't know if it was the first one, but that was where I met Bryce and Nick. And so that was a lot of fun meeting them. I was trying to think of that too. If it was, the Knutsons, or if it was the Kretlow house? Might have been the Kretlow one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. fun times. Those were a good time. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, we are so glad that you guys are here, and thanks for sharing your funny stories, your experiences with distant learning. You know, it's, it's a strange thing that we're all going through, but it's really important to name that it is unique for each one of us. Mm-hmm. And I do love a good story where you prank Kate. So if you have any more of those, come back anytime. <laughs> got more than a few of those. <laughs> Great. <laughs>
maybe we'll have a prank Kate episode and we'll have every high school or returning high school youth come on and That'd share really their good. bit. Oh my, lovely. <laughs> well, I have a final question for you guys. Uh, would you rather, I'll let Nathan go first on this one. Would you rather pop a blister or pop a pimple on someone else? That's tough. Neither is a situation which I really want to be involved in. I think I probably have to go with a blister here. All right. A little less Same. growth. <laughs> a little um, less growth. Probably the blister as well. Maybe a little quicker, get it over with faster. I don't know. I think we're underselling the fact that the blister has so much more liquid. Like, that thing could geyser on you. That's fair. But <laughs> But popping a pimple on someone else's face is pretty disgusting. Mm -hmm. Extremely. So, Chris, did you pick blister? I'll, I'll stick with blister. What about you, Kate? I was going to put pimple because hopefully it was tiny and it would just be over with quickly. Blisters have a lot of layers to them. Sometimes pimples do not. Yeah, this conversation did not leave me hungry at the end of it. Yeah. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Well, thanks you guys for jumping on with us. We uh, greatly appreciate you and um, be well. Say hi to your family. Will do. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. All right. Awesome. We'll thanks guys. Bye. <laughs>